0: Hey, Hopers. Today's devotional is called Bitterness or Forgiveness, and I'm taking it from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 and 32. Paul writes this, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Let's start with this question. How often do you Wrestle with bitterness. How often is bitterness a battle line in your life? Maybe for you it is one of your frontline battles. It's one of those lines that always shows up because your makeup values, by the, by the design of God, values what is fair and what is right. And anytime you see or experience something that is off, something that's out of bounds or over the line, it digs deep and you struggle with that feeling of bitterness. Or maybe It's not so much your makeup as your experience. Maybe you've been hurt so deeply and you live in the fallout of that hurt every day. It feels like it is impossible for you to let go of this feeling of bitterness. Of course, you may deal with it even if it's not your particular feeling. Someone else may be bitter at you and you may live in the fallout of their bitterness. What is bitterness? Bitterness is an internal grudge against someone for a perceived wrong or injury. It is feeling pain because you believe you have been hurt. Sometimes the injury is real and and genuinely that person's fault. What they did was wrong. It caused loss, hurt in your life and you feel it because it's real. Other times, the injury is in how you look at the situation. The person on the other end wishes you could see what they actually meant to do or were trying to do, or maybe you just completely misunderstood them and they don't even know that you have misread them. So, bitterness can be real or imagined, but the feeling is always the same. It is this angst, it is this tightness inside of you, an internal grudge against someone. Now, the apostles in the New Testament the followers of Jesus who basically wrote the New Testament for us, have made it pretty clear that we are not to live in bitterness. It is something we're supposed to deliberately reject. And they learned this from Jesus. Jesus, if you'll remember, was an example of forgiveness. He forgave those who hung him on a cross. He told stories meant to challenge us towards forgiveness. Stories, famous ones like the prodigal son where the son insults the father and the father forgives the son. And then the other son insults the father and the father forgives that son. But the older son has a hard time forgiving the younger son, living stuck in bitterness. And the moral of that story clearly is to be like the father, not like the older brother or like the younger son, to be like the father who forgives. Jesus tells a story about an unforgiving servant who owed a, a very powerful ruler tons of money, hundreds of years worth of wages. And the king forgave him that debt. And then he went out in bitterness and got someone who owed him very, very little, almost unimaginably small in comparison with the debt he would just forgiven. But that man would not forgive the debt that was owed to him, even though he had been forgiven much. And so he was he faced the consequences of that in that story. Here, Paul describes bitterness and what we should do with it. Simply get rid of all bitterness. Get rid of it. Remove it. Get it out of your life. We're not told exactly how here, but we are warned that bitterness is a progressive thing. From bitterness to rage and anger, to brawling and slander, to malice. If you are living in bitterness, this is what comes from that. Bitterness starts, and the word talks about refusing reconciliation. It it really comes from a word, bitter, from the taste of a poisonous fruit. God is so good, He made poisonous fruit have a bitterness to it so that we would not want to consume it. And bitterness as a word kind of reflects on that, that we are eating something that will poison us and poison our well-being, not physically, although it has those effects, but spiritually, because we refuse to get things right, make things right, allow things to be made right. And that spills over into rage and anger, which is an extreme passion, overwhelmed emotionally with the loss and the wound, living in that pain as the primary feeling and holding it against that person, letting that, like almost like seeing red. And that spills over into brawling and slander, which is both physical and verbal, the readiness to hurt another person, to get back at them with what I do to them or what I say about them. And it lands on malice, a settled hostility towards another, a desire to see them hurt, a desire to find a way to hurt them, malice. That unreconciled thing is now settled and permanent. But then Paul says in the next verse, maybe the way away from bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, and malice. He says, choose kindness, choose a tender heart, and choose to forgive. Choose to let go of the hurt, to absorb the loss and the unfairness. Not because we are doormats that just take a beating, but because as people of faith and children of God, we believe that God can sort out what should happen. We follow one who forgave those who crucified him because jesus believed that god's purpose was playing out in his suffering in what was being done wrong to him and his heart was for those who were doing the wrong that they would know the forgiveness of god jesus entrusted them to the father let god be the judge let god be the one to set things straight whenever we begin to judge we allow bitterness to take hold and we don't even have to express it although many people do on social media But when we allow judging to become a part of the way we look at the world, you shouldn't this and you shouldn't say that, we start to allow bitterness to take root. Instead of embracing the example that Jesus set in forgiving, living with a heart that is gracious towards those who do you wrong. Now, is forgiveness meaning that they deserve to be forgiven? When I forgive someone, is that saying they've earned the right to be let off the hook? Does it mean that what they did to me doesn't matter? It was no big deal both of those discussions in our mind are traps that I've seen the enemy use and our flesh use to keep us stuck in bitterness no forgiveness means we trust God and we believe that his life in us is more than enough to overcome any wound any unfairness in life here is the truth believer we have always been forgiven more than we could ever forgive We have always received more than we could ever deserve. So when we think about what's fair, that kind of really doesn't matter. We have already received more than we could ever deserve. And we are privileged as children of God to be called to act like our Father who forgives. So we don't forgive so that they avoid consequences. As a matter of fact, sometimes consequences come anyway. We forgive so that our souls are right. And so that our actions towards them are driven by love, not hate, because we are loved. If you are struggling with bitterness today, I pray that you will allow God to speak to your soul and show you how to follow his example and to be more like him in forgiving those who have wronged you today.